Today, in Mishnah Bura, we're going to learn the end of Simen Ches, Se'if Yud Beis, as well as Se'if Yud Gimel and Yud Dalet. The subject that we're going to discuss today is, when it comes to the bracha of Tzitzis, what constitutes a hefsik, and then the bracha wouldn't be effective on continued wear, and other scenarios that you may or may not have to make a new bracha on the same pair of tzitzis or other garments as well. So we begin halfway through Se'if Yud Beis, and the Shulchan Aruch tells us if somebody had <coughs> many garments, but he didn't have intent for all of them, so when he made a bracha on one, it's treated like a hefsik, and he'd have to make a new bracha on the other garments. And Mishnah Bruce says that this is a case where he blessed without a specific intention. Since usually a person would just wear one garment, it's considered as if he didn't have intention for the second, as if it was specifically not for the second, and therefore he'd have to make a new bracha on the second. Mishabura says, based on that, even if they were all in front of him at the time of the bracha, it wouldn't be included unless he had specific intention on the later garments. The Vyarlacha explains, if he usually wore multiple garments, and he put on the first one without any intention, if they were all in front of him at the time of the bracha, certainly they're all exempted. If they were not in front of him at the time of the bracha, so there is some debate, and the Vyarlacha says, in a situation that's not pressing to put the later ones on, he should wait till a hesach hadas, a removal of his focus, ha- occurs, and then he can put the other ones on with a certain bracha as he'd for sure be chayev on them in a new bracha. And Shabura continues and says, similarly, if he made a bracha on a talis katan with the words al mitzvahs, without specific intention for a talis gadol, it would not include the talis gadol um, as the al mitzvahs is generally used for the talis katan. The minog is to not make a brach on the talis katan if you're planning to wear the talis gadol soon afterwards. Um, and if one wore a talis without checking, he found it to be puzzle, so then he would have to wear a new, new, new pair of tzitzis that would require a new blessing, unless he specifically thought at the time of the bracha that he wants to exempt future garments as well. The Ramah says also, if a person made a bracha, put on the first garment after the bracha, but then put on the second and he had removed the first before he put the second on, the second would now require a bracha. Mishabura says that the Achronim disagree with this psak of the Ramah, since the intent was on the second one when he made a bracha, and it's not considered a hefsik, so therefore he would have to, his bracha would exempt the second one, even if he removed the first tzitzis before putting on the second one, as opposed to if a person, we're going to learn later, removed a pair of tzitzis, there's no intention at the time of the bracha to do so and then to put it on after, so he would actually have to wear a, put, make a new bracha when he puts on a, the, the garment again. Moving on now to Se'if Yud Gimel. Let's talk now about a hefsik of travel or Shinei Makan. The Shulchan Aruch says, if a person made a bracha on his talis katan in his house and then he traveled to Shul. So a talis gadol that he's going to wear in Shul requires a new bracha. And the Shulchan Aruch says, because travel is considered a hefsik. Shabura says, even if he immediately went after putting on the talis katan, it would be considered a hefsik, but the achronim explained that the reason is because of shinoi makon. That's what the hefsik is, really, because he's changed his location. Therefore, even if he walked out of the house and walked right back in, it's also considered a shinoi makon, and it would require a new bracha on his talis gadol, even though he blessed on the talis katan. Even if he had intention for the talis gadol during the bracha on the talis katan. Now, some argue on this and say shinoi makon does not constitute a hefsik. Therefore, the Mishnah Bura says, uh, it would only require a new bracha if a person went to shul, which was far away, or if he didn't have intention during the bracha 
uh, for the talis gadol, or if he had hesech hadas in between the talis katan and the talis gadol. Otherwise, it would be a suffix lahakel. Shulchanah says, however, if a person prayed in his own house, he davened in his own house, the law would be different. If he had intention for the talis gadol when he made a bracha on the talis katan and there was no interruption of speech in between, he would not make a bracha again on the talis gadol. The Biaralacha explains, since the Shulchan Aruch holds, one can make the bracha on the talis gadol lehisa teif, so then even if he had stam das, it would cover the talis gadol, because again, lehisatev could cover the talis katan and the talis gadol. Therefore, this would only be true if the talis gadol wasn't there at the time of the bracha. Then you would need specific intent on the talis gadol. But if it was there, the lehisatev would cover both, even with stam das, without specific focus. Mishnah Bura says, different rooms are not deemed hefsik of shinu makayim, since intent, since he had intent for the talis gadol as well. And chatter, when we talk about chatter being a hefsik or speech, it would even be one word which is off topic from talis. means as opposed to if he said, bring me my talis or bring me my garment, that would be considered part of the process and it wouldn't constitute a hefsik. Okay, moving on now to Seif Yadalid. Now let's talk about the removal of a talis if you need to make a new bracha when you put it on again. So Biarlach explains, if at the time of the bracha that he made, he intended that the bracha should extend beyond the removal to the second wearing as well, it would cover when he puts it on a second time, later in the day. There is a debate if this would even help such a kavana to be effective on a second wearing after taking a shower or something of that nature where he has to take it off. So therefore the Biyar Alacha says the best advice is to intend when he makes the bracha in the morning that it's effective until he removes his tzitzis for the shower. Because then certainly when he puts it on after the shower, if he takes a shower in the middle of the day or in the, towards the evening, whatever it is, he would require a new bracha as the original bracha wouldn't continue on for the second wearing. Okay, now back into the Shulchanar. The Shulchanar says if a person removed his talis, even though he intended to rewrap it immediately on him uh, afterwards, it still would require a new bracha. And the Mishnah explains this would be even if he was still wearing his talis katan and he put his talis gadol back on immediately without changing places. The removal itself is deemed a hefsik according to the Shulchan Aruch's opinion. However, the Ramah disagrees and he says, some say if he had intention to rewrap, there wouldn't be a necessity for a new bracha when he puts the tzitzis, rewraps himself in the tzitzis after. Others say, only if the talis katan remained on him, he wouldn't require a new bracha, and that is the custom. That's what the Ramah says is, is the minhag. So then he wouldn't require a custom of the talis gadol that he puts on after, that he, after he had taken it off. Mishnah Bruce says, both opinions of the Ramah are accepted under different scenarios, as follows. If when he removed he intent, his talis gadol, he intended to put it back on, even if there is a shinei makam, you would not require a new bracha on the talis gadol. The bathroom wouldn't be a hefsik because you can technically wear your talis gadol there, it's just not appropriate, unlike tefillin, which you're not allowed to wear in the bathroom. However, if when he removed it, he intended to remove it for a while, even if he put it on soon after, or vice versa, it would require a new bracha. I mean, vice versa means he intended to remove it for a short time, but then he made a big hefsik, or he intended to, to remove it for a long time and it was a small hefsik. Regardless, he would require a new bracha. And if he removed it with intention to put it back on, so then we bring in the talis katan remaining on him. If the talis katan remained on him, that's not considered hesachadas from the mitzvah, and therefore he wouldn't require a new bracha. If the intention was specifically not to put it back on, having the talis katan on you doesn't help you to salvage the bracha. And therefore, based on that logic, the Mishnabur explains, if you remove it in the middle of tefillah without specific intent, it's as if you removed it with intent to rewear, unless you put it in the talis bag. So then it's like intent to not rewear, and you'd have to make a new bracha. 
Now the Biyar Lacha explains like this, that there's a, if a person is a sandik at a bris, he puts on a talis, so if he borrowed the talis from someone else, he wouldn't make a bracha. If it's his own talis, and he intended at the end of tefillah to re-wear it, um, meaning he took it off and then he put it on for the bris again, he intended to re-wear it for the bris, it's not considered a significant, and it wasn't a significant break, so then there would be no bracha, even if there was a shinei makam. However, if he didn't have intent to rewear, even without a shinei makam, he would need a new bracha, because that's like intent to not rewear. But if he removed it without intention, stam, meaning if he didn't have intention to rewear, he'd have to make a new bracha. If he removed it intent, without any intent, stam das, so then it depends if he's wearing the talis katan like we spoke out above, but if he put it in his bag, he certainly needs to make a new bracha because that's like having intention to not rewear, and since he's having intention not to rewear, he has to make a new bracha in any scenario. Okay, we're stopping at the end of Sifya Dalit. We'll continue discussing these types of scenarios with Tesfav tomorrow. Everyone have a great day.